0: What does it take to become an elite 40K player? How do the top competitors overcome bad dice? The Competitive 40K Network presents Art of War Unbroken. Insight into the game plans of the top players on the planet with your hosts, Blake Law and the Art of War
1: Coaches. Once again, I am not actually actively in this episode. My mic didn't work for both parts. We didn't realize until after we recorded. So here's a brief intro for all y'all listening. Welcome back to Art of War Unbroken. This is part two. If you haven't listened to part one yet, go and check it out. I'm very sad. I was super funny in this episode. Just imagine me cracking jokes and Brad responding. You'll probably hear, hear some hollow laughs. Brad's in the episode. Brad, take it away. Chester! I'm going to take a Extended Holiday to Spain, and I'm going to play in all theirs. <laughs> Yeah, I've, you know what? Blake talks so much craft about beating me at Adepticon. Now he just joined my team. He was just like, look, I couldn't, I couldn't win. I'm just going to whoever does win. I'm, I'm partway to my, uh, to my goal, winning every team tournament in America. It's like
0: two I, tournaments in America,
1: though. I know. That's why it's easier. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you do? Uh, don't, don't poo on my parade here. I mean, I, it's an indeed accomplishment. I'm currently the uh, Vegas champion, the two-time inter- defending ATC champion, Ooh. the Adepticon team champion, the BFS team champion, and something else. I did some other team. I just love team. I'm not going to lie. If we had a real circuit, I just wouldn't play singles events. I'd play like an RTC.
0: And do you realize we're in a position where we can make that happen? I, Dude, you know, You, I'm this close to we we in Atlanta or up? Are we talking? About?
1: You guys are you think, dude? I will. You guys are also super easy to get to.
0: I can fly to Atlanta for like a nickel. So there's no reason why there shouldn't be. Oh, sorry. I oh,
1: yeah, should probably. But if you guys were to put enough, until right now, I will make it a point. I guarantee right now, if we have a great team, if we have enough events to go to, I will play only teams.
0: I mean, and I hate. I haven't played a singles team event this year yet. I've played five or six team events. I uh, just it's so much better. It's not even in the
1: same dimension. It's so much more fun. 40K should be played as a team event. It, it's so much you 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 don't it doesn't matter. Like right now, I get my head kicked in. You basically slap me around and go, Brad, round two, it's basically a new tournament. You have to figure it out every single time. So you're always but also the biggest thing which I don't like in 40k right now. I mean I'm playing, you start winning. We get to that point where there's no reason for you to come to my backfield game's over. We don't play any more turns. Because why? And in a team event, I have to grind out every single point, so it means that even if I'm getting crushed, I have to play, because I want to try to get a four.
0: I'm excited, you know, to get the... Oh, yeah. And those those, those, those extra four points in primary will win the round for your team. Exactly. If you pull off that move, and you win the round for your team, and you got destroyed by a Forty-point differential, you still want the round for your team, and it 100%. feels incredible. It's it is a f- far healthier way of playing the game
1: because your losses mean something. It's not just an it's not just a loss. Who cares? It's a I don't care win or lose. I want to know how many points you got. Mm-hmm. So every single thing counts, and you have to play all five turns. You have to you have to go all the way to the end. You can't. Just
0: you see, the- you see different armies. You see different lists. Like it's a healthier version of the game where it's not the same army. In the top seven of an individual event, and you have you're going to play against those in the last few rounds, no matter what. It just
1: <laughs> superstar, baby, superstar, a celebrity team. Well, okay. they these guys got to see how serious I was when I showed up uh Sunday morning with my two other bottles oh. of wine and yes. my, b- my bonus a bottle uh, the right finals. next to the- for the finals. <laughs> I was like, guys, look at. This you can take way. it seriously, but this is the way I'm powered by I, by wine. You so, said you play better. I do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there, there is a thing. There's a real medium point. I mean, obviously, don't get like super. I don't know who would ever do that, but don't get super drunk during tournament. Mm-hmm. But I do like having a casual drink on because I feel like sometimes I'm prone to uh, paralysis via analysis when I overthink turns, burn too much of my clock time, and because there's always going to be that one turn where everything counts, but you can't make it the other turns. You know what I mean? No. You got to be, you should just know what you're doing. Boom, boom, right? When you're moving your models, I should be going, okay, yeah. I'm going here next, I'm going here next, I'm going here next. And sometimes I get too intense internally. I'm never trying to be crazy to my opponent, but I'll just think too much about my turn and outthink myself instead of just going, okay, yeah. what you need to do is screen here, set up here, block here, Boom. You already know this. Just Don't
0: overthink it. it, and you have you have enough reps, enough experience to like trust your gut, trust your instinct. Like the first thing you thought of was probably the correct one. Hundred percent. Spending ten more minutes to figure out what else you could do is probably going to cost you the game. Yeah, It just you, <laughs> Whoops!
1: It's team Durbin, it's never nonsense. I got questions for him. Moving forward to the future. Okay, after let, let's do two a two party here. Yeah. I'm going to ask you about future questions for future versions of the list, but um, in, in viewing that, in the ATC team meta that you just went to, with hindsight is 2020, perfect vision for all the games you're going to be playing, what would you change in the list for that tournament?
0: Nothing. Yeah, yeah. I like that. First of all, because I only played 10 games of the list, and if David Gaylord built a list like this, it's for a reason. So I'm not going to change anything unless he does. Um, but in hindsight, now knowing the, what the list does, how it works, what it can do, I wouldn't change anything. The list could handle almost anything in the game as long as I play it right. I never played a Necron game, either in practice or at ATC, so I got kind of lucky. But I kept getting told that Necrons was a really good matchup for me. Uh, can I just can, run the E-damage check him. I can kill the Silent King turn one with a Harpies between bombs and a little bit of shooting, or at least purple him. And then what's he going to do, run at me? Yeah.
1: I mean, the, the problem with is, we've we've tested this game quite a bit, actually, because of the fact that Tiernan's can just go, okay, I'm in bid board, go for it.
0: Respond or you're
1: done. Right. And the, the problem is, is that while they're a million times, their secondaries are amazing, they can do some damage,
0: they can't do enough damage to yeah. you. And for- that's the thing, like, their secondaries are incredible because you score them in less than three turns.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like this, As an opponent, there's nothing you can do to stop them from starting us in less than three turns. But if you're in the deployment zone turn two, they can't score their points, right? right. So what are they gonna do? Run around the and try to score points while you table them in, in less than three turns then like it's it's a, it's a what I've been told a really favorable matchup. So no, I wouldn't change anything in hindsight for TC.
1: So with your matchups you went through, what was your toughest matchup over the course of the the tournament and why?
0: The mirror, because I I played a round Which round was it where I played the mirror? It was round three against Daniel. Daniel was running a very similar net list. I had a couple extra Warriors. A couple extra Warriors normally gives you the advantage because the more Warriors you got, the more wounds, the harder it is to chew through. Um, His Harpies had the heavy Venom cannon, so he was picking up my Warriors really efficiently, which sucked. Um, But we both killed each other's Harpies on turn one. I lost a lot more Warriors, but...
1: He flies
0: and dies, maybe. So the mirror is probably the hardest. Whoever goes first gets a pretty big advantage, but whoever has the more warriors going into like turn three normally wins the game. So what you want to do in the mirror is not charge into warriors, because warriors bounce off warriors, but you can shoot the crap out of them. You can smite the crap out of them. And when there's like three or four, they don't hurt you, and you can hurt them. So that's, that's probably the hardest matchup. Tal with the uh, railguns really hurt because they ignore invulnerings. But if they mess up their screens, you can slingshot shot into them and you, and you just tag everything. Um, Necrons I never got to play. Sissus is very annoying, but it's a favorite matchup. Marines should not be an issue just because you're damage two and strength eight. And any other knights? So I, I played a couple of practice games against knights and a couple of knights at ATC. Um, the Chaos Baby Knights. The leadership stuff that they do, The what, the dread tests, those yes. don't really hurt because everything's like leadership nine or leadership 10 if it's synapse. I've got ways to improve my charges with like a three, six with the two highest, plus two because of the lictor and so on and so on. So it's not super scary. And then they're T7 with no invulnerable combat. So like you're making them take five up saves against two damage. It's it's a good
1: match. I feel like the other the match that would be bad against for you would be Imperial Knights if they have calculated targeting with the thermal basically doing 20 to 40 mortal wounds
0: every single time they do that strat. But it's not 20. Okay. 20. 20 mortals. 20 mortals with a five funeral pain. Or the imperative that gives me five funeral pain against mortals is what? 11 damage, 12 damage, 13 damage, 13 damage. That kills half a warrior brick. But, Like, as long as terrain's decent, if I'm in the open, if I'm getting shots, like their full combo can maybe kill three, like four warriors. Yeah. Right. Like, Damn. It's against just, other armies where you're picking up entire squads, like it's nothing. Yeah, 100%. If I lost half a squad. I'll lose the other half to other random shooting, but it's not an auto-tabling. Like, if I was playing my woos, one of the reasons why I'm not playing wolves is because they can't survive on the table against some of these armies. I've got four in ones everywhere. These monsters just shoot through my 10 wound squads. So, I haven't played it. That's not true. I have played it. It went well.
1: I, well, if you hit them, they're, they're just done. You, I mean, yeah. you can just wave over them. I just worry about the uh, just literally just the mortals, you know what I mean?
0: Just churning too much damage up. It's it's a lot, but I've got a lot of wounds and a lot of squads. And like going first is a big deal. Terrain's a big deal. The tyrant getting in is a big deal. The explosions are hella annoying. But like their secondaries are good. They're the ones that have the action where like if they go into the middle and a character does a six. They have to go
1: middle though, so it's really hard for them to do it against you because you can just literally body block them
0: off the objective yeah. and just
1: go damage three is very good idea
0: getting on fours winning on fours we did the math of nine rings shooting into wars and i think it killed like two warriors because it's like what now, it's four shots balls. each yeah. right i did t- 3d uh, 43 43 so that's eight shots each no four shots each
1: no eight because it's eight, eight, two average.
0: yeah so eight shots goes to four hits goes to two wounds per guy right no, no it's not Right, so eight shots, four hits, two wounds. There's nine of them. That's eighteen wounds through a 5 out bin Vaughn. That's twelve go through each of those goes to two damage, and then you have a five pain. He ends up taking three of each of those to kill warriors. That's three and a half dead warriors. Yeah, that's right. From right. nine halberds. So,
1: well the biggest thing is is making sure that you set your moves up in your. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things, and you do a great job of being very meticulous about movement, is the non-buffed unit. So have to make sure that people can't get angles as i say all yeah. the time pre-measure 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 and yeah. make sure you're not giving because it's a big deal if you can see one guy if tim stu- puts a stupid head out <laughs> outside yeah. the wall the whole squad yeah. gets the gets to punish and them
0: these now. these words are big right like they're 50 mil bases they've got arms dangling everywhere they're very big bases so you have to be very careful. You have to pre-measure where their models can exactly end, then agree with your opponent, like this is a safe spot and so on. Uh, but you do, you do need proper terrain. and At ATC, was player placed where the ruins were obscuring on the bottom floor. So it was, it was very easy to have a good staging piece, which is a very important thing to have in that matchup. At WTC, I have no idea how that's going to go.
1: It's going to be very different. a WTC, we found in testing with it, a lot of armies that felt insanely strong felt very board-dependent. And a WTC, because WTC, I say, has three good boards and five, or like basically four or five liar boards, because there's a lot of terrain on them, but they're very thin walls with very shallow L's. So yeah. the L's like this, basically. And if you have mobile firepower, you can get angles on so many things
0: easily, easily. Ooh, and you have to the- make, yeah, and to hide properly, you have to sacrifice a lot to hide. Like you can't be on objectives. You're gonna be out of position. It's hard to hide multiple multiple squats behind the wall. It's it's rough for the. Are you are you playing in the War Masters? I won't play. I don't.
1: I never play singles. I just I would like to play in it someday. But like typically, what happens in years past is there was like just a lot of scouting, and I don't like to play a different army when I'm playing. I like to play my good reps yeah. with whatever you're I'm there, playing. So and like when I one of the first couple of years I was there, like multiple countries literally just went game to game and took notes. Uh, so they yeah. had and I was just like yeah it's hard enough to win yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not but it is a huge tournament now it's it so is much victory. bigger than it used to be it's,
0: it's huge. huge you guys are going to have a ton of fun to win. so to answer your part B of what am I going to change in the future again that's going to depend on David Gaylord what's he going to change
1: yeah
0: <laughs> um, um, yeah you should actually um, I I'm thinking about the double turns. I'm uncomfortable about the CP, I'd like to play more games until I can make that decision on my own. Um, a second Nero would be fun, just to have the 3-6 spread out and have another CP, that'd be pretty cool. But the Broodlord with 4 deploy is kind of cool, and then his buff is sixty to an extra point of AP, which matter into armor of Contempt. Yeah. And then his imperative is Light Cover, which also matters when you're going against low AP shots that you don't want to pop you in, Vaughn.
1: You, you know, I just realized that we gave you no props on stream. Congrats on second place at ATC. We didn't even say anything about Thank that. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, well, well, the
0: team was not a team, team. Yeah. 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 So I guess you, you could talk about, um, we could have talked about a team losing a round at a team event. Mm. I see. This is why we have, uh That's a huge episode right there. It's a big, big be a good episode. How do you, because oh. we had a really interesting experience. You lose a key, it was round three or four, like that's a key round of the six round tournaments like that's you can no longer win the events, but like we pushed through and we managed to come in second despite losing one of the key rounds like that would be a fun episode to do okay that's
1: big deal and keeping it came, it came those things. the big thing is is you guys literally you lost that round and then came with some some strong scores too. he guys mm-hmm. killed it after that that's important. Was- the thing is what, what would you take ready? I got Paris is chosen is your, your next team. What factions would you take in a five-man team? And what factions would you take in an eight-man team?
0: You're asking me? Yep. So right now, you definitely take Necrons. They score so many points. It's it's such a good trump card to have in a team event. Then, Tyranids are just a brute-forcing army. Either Tyranids or Tau. I don't know if you do both. You just need a full damage army that can just like, choose your opponent and table them. Um, I don't know. I'm not sold on sisters. Like Brad felt because Brad felt that he had he had to play super passively. He kept getting draws because their opponent, any anyone that got paired into him could also score points. He got the mirror a lot, so he just he had to score draws most of the games or take hard matchups and and draw them. And most of our teams could do it. Most of our players could do it. Um, So I don't know about sisters. I would take orcs. I would take orcs and nids because they play exactly the same. You just bomb rush your opponent. What
1: kind of orcs are you playing? like uh
0: um, skill rigs and stuff kill rigs what Damien was playing i wouldn't change anything about his list he also went 6-0 and you just put everything in the, in the middle of the table you tell your opponent to respond and if they don't they lose and that's it and, and that's really powerful in the team event where some of the lists might not be able to handle it so tyranids orcs necrons then some sort of skewed list um next list was fun with the list. 140 I will, racks. I
1: will never talk to you again. I hated that list the <laughs> passion of a it, thousand If you give them a
0: really good matchup, so the problem with a five-man team event is you don't want to pair for one person Um, at an eight-man, maybe. You can give some more shenanigans. There's a lot more. Yeah. There's more chances
1: for you to get caught up in bad pairings, which is a big yeah. deal, because you can start trapping with a five-man. Eight-man is WTC. WTC eight-man. Is eight-man. Also, there's- Five, several.
0: six, and eight are the most common. Yeah. So yeah. they're
1: the thing is it's an eight man even a six man you have one more level basically because you have a full another round in eight man than you do in the five man so you can you can trap their weaker and also there's typically going to be more chances for weak armies because you have eight selections so you're the six seven eight lists are you know you basically you read off bam 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 here's five codices that i can use and then you get into six seven and eight you're like making the best out of you know what's going on, which feels cool by the way, because there's a lot of really good codices is out there now that things have changed in the mm-hmm. team. But um, so we just. <laughs> no, this, no, I'm, I'm so tired no. in this game, man. Come on in. You're it. Um, I, I,
0: I, I yeah, the bronze see is you can't have a weak list that's going to get twenty old. Because that's going to hurt, right? Those differentials are hard to claw back from. You can't have a fair game 20-year-old.
1: We, we've had, a, in the past, we've had a real dichotomies on the team where we've made incorrect choices. Especially, you make, uh, because of the play styles, wildly different over in England, or England, over in Europe, uh, in a team tournament, period. Because you score for differentials, so people can play either super passive that you're not used to because they don't care if they're going to lose. They don't care. Yeah, if you if you were supposed to score at eighteen or twenty, and you now score at eleven or a twelve, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts bad in your. Yeah, so people don't get that. We were talking about this, and I go, "It's too bad that Americans were bad about this because we don't have enough team events yet." It drives me crazy. But like the dude, if you played seven games and you lost every single game but scored eight points against their toughest list you were literally the MVP and you went 100%. 100%. It's it's just so crazy to me. And people that haven't played a lot of team events are like, what, this guy lost all the time. You're like, no, this guy literally took the worst match. So it's so big. But I was saying in years past, we've had some problems where we guessed wrong. uh, And we had, even when we paired well, we had a couple zeros come in and it's it's just like swimming with an anchor on. If you take a couple no point losses, it's just
0: big. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you have to, when you're doing your team building and your team dynamic, you have to figure out who needs what. Is it affecting the pairings too much? Like, if there's someone who can only play against like a couple specific matchups, that's that's a that's a crutch to have on a team. Like, that's um, huge, yeah.
1: Or it's just you gotta, I feel that it's so. I love this is why I love the team dynamic. And I'm, again, we're randomly waxing out about yeah.
0: team, Yeah, right, You have I to love- prospect
1: that. <laughs> I love but I love the fact that you have a, you can make these skewed lists because you just don't have to play into something. Yeah. You're like, hey, uh Blake's gonna make this list and he can't play against knights, but it crushes when it plays basically anything that exactly. you just go uh, okay,
0: team events well. you can do that. You just yeah. avoid the one bad matchup
1: In a singles event, you have to pair you have to plan for everything.
0: In a team mm-hmm. event, you're like, just don't water down. Promise your list. me there's one thing and I'll yeah.
1: not win every game. It's like so. It's one it's, it's, Here's one of the ones right now. We didn't bring knights. A lot of teams brought two knights. And when you're bringing knights, you have to effectively go, are two knights worth it? Because when you bring something that's skewed like knightless, you're basically pushing them down people's throats. You're just going, he, yeah, here's two knightless. Choose from one of those two. You're probably going to lose. Stat check. Yeah, exactly. But the thing also is, is they can have very swingy matches. So when we're playing knights, every time we went away from the knights, we kind of went, who went first? And that's a big thing in those knight matchups, especially on WTC boards, Mm -hmm. because they have lanes of fire. You can move. Mobile firepower so big. But if you win first, I'm not even talking about just killing a bunch of knights in turn one. I mean, literally just move blocking them can make the game so much different than if they go first. So it was one of those armies that we were, we have too many different results. And it could be great, but like, it really is not reliable. exactly you're gonna get lucky the entire weekend same thing you're you're playing the cash you're like did you make your dread test yeah probably you're like oh well the game become a lot easier yeah so all of a sudden you went you know that mechanic that's super cool if you fail it well it doesn't do a whole lot yeah
0: you want to me, you- me to fail the leash or two in the game
1: yeah mm-hmm. so that's why we did that yeah it's, it's, you saw a lot of we, we didn't see as much difference in stuff this year we didn't see as many way outside and that's really because it was I think- a warhound
0: titan that's if true. That's not, if that's not out there for yeah. you, I mean, if, well, it's it's, yeah, someone took Tyson. So, but like, 2000, 2000 point, point model. One model. He cannot score primer on a whole two. Yeah. He's just, he's literally yeah, out not, there. not for WTC. It's just WTC. Yeah. No. <laughs> w- it, it can't deploy
1: it, the table. Yeah. WTC, yeah, it it's just too big. Uh, WTC, we had a lot of the same, a little bit on things because I feel like a lot of teams haven't discovered what the next level. No one had enough time because there was only no. two weeks before list submission. So, you need games, all right. Like you were saying earlier, I mean, on, on what you were looking at as far as what armies to take. There's there's t- tons of times where you have uh stat checks on things, though. So you also have to figure out: Does do all of my armies have enough ability to kill things? Also, can you get differential? Is a huge deal. Because I was telling when we were first listing lists for play, and you was talking about how we came up with like things, we also went into well. You need to have a couple of lists that are there specifically for differential. Because if we went 7-1 and one and got 7-12s, we still don't win the round. Because you have to yeah. have 86 points to win the round. So it doesn't matter that your team looks like it did really well. Doing a bunch of draws will not win you at the event.
0: You have to get a couple of wins. And you also have to figure out which armies are going to go into their list that are looking for differentials and stop the differentials, right? Once you go into 8 man, it gets so complicated. And I think that's the best part I love
1: it. I think that yeah. the, getting ready for this this tournament has been like my main focus uh, yeah. for months now, and I love that fact. It also is a bunch of other people helping out and doing things. It's 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 getting together with your your group mm-hmm. and everybody listening. If you haven't had in a team event or you don't have enough players playing with you right now, go to your local store, look at your local Discord groups and things of that nature. Look for people that looking for a piece of a kid on a team. Just yeah. go for the experience, you know, get in a group. Once you start playing with a lot of other people, it also helps your game so much. I can't tell you how much better did you get because you were taking losses training on those tournaments.
0: And it's also the the thinking process and the preparation beforehand, right? Like understanding how matchups could theoretically go... Coming up with very holistic and broad plans for each matchup, understanding which ones are really bad for you, which ones are good for you, it's a lot I, of prep work. I love,
1: I love that. Like we just had, I just came back from Florida for the weekend, and we were doing uh, our last team practice before everybody leaves. And one of my favorite parts was like three or four of us sitting at a table doing exactly what you're talking about. Well, what about this? You could do this, yeah. or how does the game yeah. go if this is how we're going to play it? Yeah. And a lot of times you get into I can't play, I'm gonna lose against this list. And then yeah. like a bunch of other people get into your game and go, Well, what happens if we completely approach this different? Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I can draw or maybe win this if I play specifically yeah. this way. Yeah. And you basically go, I did not see that game concept.
0: Completely. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're really good into Necros? What if they have two satans now? It's like, oh, now I lose. Right? Like yeah. it's this you start thinking about all the archetypes, what people could bring, what kind of crazy off metal they could bring. It's it's so much fun. Like I think it's another statement that we all love team events because we haven't talked <laughs> at all about what we're supposed to talk about. This at time. all,
1: not even a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you right now, list that no one expected. People still are wondering what the hell it does. Our custodes list was accidentally put on the team because of the fact that Jack Harpster made the list and we made it to test against our actual list that we were supposed to be bringing. And the custodes list hasn't lost a game in like a month. <laughs> so... When we wow. first made it, it was just one of those things where it was it was literally hey, make a custodes list to play against these knights, to be against this, to play against this. You know, we just want to have something. Sadly for him, John, who <laughs> isn't allowed to play any of the lists he plays, he's not oh, playing Sisters of not- yeah. Who's on this? anthony anthony's on nids and yes. brandon grant only plays sisters in that well he sorry he plays sisters and he plays imperial guard and we were like yeah we'll 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 talk to you after a codex now now move along is,
0: is anthony running the double tyrant
1: he's running the double tyrant and warrior blocks huge warrior blocks
0: how many warrior blocks? two three three full six, six, nine. like that number he's rocking it out uh, i was
1: eight i gave you eight and then we we kind of went after we saw a plane on the tables, and I kept saying this because everybody, I think I'm a, kind of a psycho about immediately doing things on TTS and stuff like that. They put out the WTC map packs, like, you know, they, what the maps are going to be. And then I just got them and started deploying. And I realized early on that all of the boarders, I told you earlier, there's so many liar boards. So you need that mobile firepower. So those became our big hitter list is anybody that's just fast that can cut the angles. So we wanted. Um, Where we knew we were going to take backgrounds, kind of because of you know everything that happened. Sisters felt very reliable as a defender. Uh, I was the elf master, so I was taking elves. So those were all on the team, and then we knew we wanted turnits, and then you get it, it wasn't really what was list six seven eight for us because we had ten lists basically that we wanted to see if we pared down anything. That's what I'm saying right now. I really said the same thing I said at the beginning of episode one. I think that the the meta right now is really equal all. Dude, like we literally had ten options, real options of things that were going to make the team. Because I mean, like obviously we didn't take knights, but like knights were like super close to being in the team. That was a a concept. I think
0: I think you got to take that step further. It's not that you had ten options. Is each of those options then has two or three variations? Hundred percent. Right, it's not the. This is the one admin list that you can play with nine chickens and sixty bodies and three bombers. Right, like it's you can take a lot of different variations. So much stuff.
1: I mean, there's so many. I thought it was crazy because the night variants in WTC. If you go to BCP right now, pull up World Team Championships. Look at the amount of variables that went into the nights. Two big nights, no big nights, one big night, small. You know, it was just like it, there's so many night variations and what they took for houses and everything else yeah it's so different and i was it's just really like cool to see I, I just think that there's i'm very excited now because we had two different hiccups in the meta over the past 12 months say uh where the meta was pretty like wow this feels mad like i had you you had two factions you could play or you got smushed and that's that was not fun
0: what was that? And- it was harley's
1: and it's two different times yeah there's two and tough. Yeah. He went far back enough. He went to Dark Elder. and I think that's more than 12 now. But um man, let's do stuff. You guys I'm you know what? I'm just gonna say that I'm traveling literally. This is how much I like team. I'm getting ready to make my thousands of miles journey uh over into Europe to hang out, practice more, and play in an event, a team event. So I'm clearly willing. To play in team events. If you have a team event, I will fly there and I will play it. So, so you like team events then? Ron? Yeah, I'm, 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 warming up to them. <laughs> uh, warming up to him a little bit. So we spent like, we spent like three minutes talking about his list. after that. <laughs> are, there, are there any other questions that we should answer before we continue talking about team events? <laughs> concept, game concept. So
0: spice game. it up. Yeah, I like Terrors it. Turns are fun. Turns are broken. Well, not broken, but they're fun. They're, they're unbroken. I'm broken. I'm Indeed, I miss my wolves, dude. I don't know LVO man.
1: You play about GW train. Uh, sorry, you can bring the wolves of the GW
0: train. I can, but uh, but LVO is not going to be GW. Yeah. train. now
1: LVO's their the tile players LVL. are just going to take all the terrain on their side of the board and go. Rink.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I might stick to that. to LVO. I don't want to put that out there. It's just it's not good.
1: Look, you mm-hmm. could just.
0: All I gotta say is that they're wolves that corrupted by the overwhelming. That was a possible episode. No. <laughs> I feel so bad. Like, no. Nah. I should. I should. Yeah. I don't know. I, I start my master's in September, dude. I don't know how much free time I'm going to have. Like, I'm a month away from starting my master's. Like, it's. Do I have free weekends? Will I be able to play, like, travel on Fridays? Will I have class? I don't know. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. I like Professor that. Professor Blake. Six hours a week. I just like you to know that uh, in 16 hours I'll be on a plane. That's so exciting, dude. Tomorrow I fly to London and then on Monday I go to Belgium. I'm actually going to Amsterdam after Sweden too. Oh, awesome. <laughs> he's so making it to Belgium. <laughs> like what you just listened to? Check out Art of War and the Art of War Down Under Podcast on the competitive 40K Network. The Art of War 40K.com